Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wantra, and thank you for listening. We are going to talk about leaping forward into 2021. And this morning I woke up and part of my memories showed photos from 12 years ago. And so I looked through those and 12 years ago, I landed from a corporate jet in Arizona and met a friend and we did a mini retreat out in the desert. And what I mean by a mini retreat is like no electronics, um, just a sleeping bag down on the ground, fire, good hiking, just a detox, which is often very, very important to do going into a new year. And I've been noticing on social media, there's a lot of people that are, that are invoking that they're doing detoxes as they go into the new year. But in those memories. It it took me back to that time. I mean, literally, I was in a whirlwind career, chief executive officer for information technology. So in high tech world, high busy, I was traveling probably 95% of my time. I was feeling ungrounded. I wasn't home with my kids. I wasn't home. I wasn't enjoying life. I was busy. My career was bustling and booming, but I wasn't happy. So that trip to the desert was about just taking a reset or taking a pause moment. And as we threw down the sleeping bags, literally on the gravel by a fire, I could hear the coyotes yapping or barking in the distance. And that moment of of being afraid because the only thing that's maybe between them is the fire and me. And that's only if they come at me (laughs) with that fire between. But I was so exhausted, I went to sleep and... Uh, woke in the morning to just beautiful desert scape and a feeling of just needing to take some think time. And so that's what that was all about. And you've heard me talk about the universe always gives us clues along the way. The universe guides us and directs us and helps us. And honestly, the universe doesn't want us to feel so beat up. It's our humanness that gets us into the state of stressed out, overworked, not sure of our path, or perhaps being on the wrong path. It's our humanness. So we do need to take those pause moments and those breaks away from that busyness to clear our mind and to get back to our centeredness and our core. And after spending a couple of days in one particular spot in Arizona, we decided to hit another trail. And the friend that I was with wanted to show me a skull rock that was out in the middle of the desert. And so we went on this adventure and we had to drive partially to get to the skull rock and then hike up to it. But getting there, we got stuck. So the vehicle that we were in literally got stuck and buried down in a a dried up riverbed. And we dug. I mean, literally, we dug with our hands for quite a while and then decided to go look. Keep in mind, we're out in the middle of the desert, so decided to go and and look for some help. And we had seen a miner on the way in on this deserted road. And so I walked back. I 
got chosen to walk back and approach this gentleman and ask him if I could borrow, a, you know, a, his shovel or a couple shovels. And we dug and dug and dug and dug. Literally, we were digging for four hours or five hours trying to get the vehicle out. We ended up getting the vehicle through the ravine, but we realized we had to get it back going the other way. And and sure enough, coming back through, even trying a different route, it got stuck again. And so we just decided to camp there for the night. And we ended up sleeping in that skull rock, which was very uncomfortable. Now, keep in mind, I'm still a little bit on corporate time, so I'm calculating I have to be back at the airport by this time. I have no cell phone reception here. My battery on my cell phone is dead by this point. And I'm going to miss my flight and I'm going to miss any meetings that I have to get back to. So I'm already starting to engage in that craziness. And here's where the universe steps in with magic. The universe and how I look at it, and, and certainly at that time my friend looked at it also, is that the universe wasn't ready to let us go. We had to stay in the desert. We had to stay one more night. And once we settled in and just started asking, okay, what are we supposed to learn here? Why are we here sleeping in the skull rock? Let's not even think about what our plan is for tomorrow. Let's just like, why is the universe holding us here? Actually just sent him an email earlier this week saying happy stuck in the desert anniversary because it was a pivotal change for both of us in how we were living, in how we were running our businesses or our careers, our jobs, the people that we were with at that time, including relationships, friends, everything was kind of up for debate or up for discussion or up for what the universe was wanting us to look at. At. And in that time, what became very clear was just simplifying. For me personally, it was about how do I simplify my life? I had most of everything that I wanted <laughs> really, a good paying job, good benefits, a good future. You know, by all rights, I should have been happy, but there were things missing. It wasn't about the material things, it wasn't about the title or the position. It was about where's my heart? And my heart is meant to serve. And I wasn't serving. I was working and I was helping and I was leading people all over the globe, but I wasn't serving them. And so that was the big aha moment for me. And it was at that time I woke up, I woke up in the middle of the night to see a coyote sitting at my feet. And I was stunned. First, you get into this hazy, am I dreaming or not? But coyote energy is all about the lightness. It means to lighten up, like you're taking things way too seriously. And a reminder that all the resources that you need are available. And to expect the unexpected. And it might not necessarily be that you welcome what's happening, but just to go with the flow rather than fighting it or running away from the situation know that it'll work out, it'll get better. There's life lessons in what you're experiencing right now. And so in the morning, when my friend woke up and we were sharing and, and I shared this coyote, he gave me a hard time. He's like, there wasn't a coyote here. And, and I'm pointing at the scat that's left at the feet of my sleeping bag. And I said, even the universe is delivering messages for me, even though I'm still trying to deny that I need a change in my busy life that I need to find a different path for me. 
I was working so hard to negate all the messages that were so apparent to me. Everything that was in front of me, including being stuck or planted, literally stuck in the desert where we couldn't leave to get those messages. And still there were parts of me that was fighting to go back to what was, to go back to what I had known. I look at that time of my life as very pivotal. That was a time that I literally pivoted or decided to begin the pivot into something different to really fulfill my gift. Now, I've been able to talk to the angels and guides since I've been in second grade, but I took the corporate path and really as much as I was trying to focus and did very well in that pathway, I was constantly being pulled to my true alignment of my soul. Now to finish the desert story, we we did get out of the desert. It wasn't by us digging ourselves out. We just simply could not. We were so buried. I had to walk and try to find somebody that could actually come and pull us out. And after a couple failed attempts, I found a gentleman that had a dually that's uh, double sets of tires in the back. And he was looking at me in my jeans and my <laughs> spiffy Trinity Ireland sweatshirt and wondering what I was doing out in the desert. And so after I convinced him that we were in trouble, he did come to my aid. And even that was difficult because having to walk to find somebody, the first gentleman I found, his truck simply couldn't get to where we were. And and um, so I had to find somebody else. And it was a Sunday, so there were no tow trucks. And we were in this small, itty-bitty, no-place town in, in the desert. These were all things that the universe was just saying, you need to be in the moment, you need to learn, and you need to just use all your skills, all your gifts, all your resiliency, and trust that you're going to be okay. And when we talk about 2020 and the transition from 2020 into 2021, I can't help but look back on that event in my life or similar events in my life that I just needed to let go and let be. And I know after some would say a difficult year, the longing for better times is probably greater than ever before. And I couldn't help but notice like on New Year's Eve or the days leading up to New Year's Eve, all the a lot of social media posts about how horrible 2020 was. And I noticed one cartoon image showed an incredible disheveled human holding a crumpled flag that said 2020. Truly, this is how most of us felt. But as humans, we do learn the most, we learn the deepest, and we learn the quickest when we are uncomfortable. And sometimes the universe holds us in those uncomfortable situations until we acknowledge just how vibrant and how resilient we are. It's during those times we look for ways to get out of the situation we're in. We look for any way and every way. And I tell you, when we were stuck in the desert, I mean, we were looking for boards in the desert to use as a shovel, brainstorming, okay, how far did we think we needed to walk to find somebody? And what was the risk of walking up to a stranger's van and just asking for their mining tools? You know, you start to have to think about 
outside those normal thoughts that, that you would need in everyday life. And I think that's also what 2020 did for us is it put us in the situations that some of us first, after we got over the shock, we had to go into go mode where we had to think differently, act differently, and in many ways be very different because that's the way out is being different. Many in 2020 felt incredibly helpless. There were so many changes happening external to us, including the rules of where, when, and how we could be in public, or even with the people that we could be with. Most of us have never, ever, ever experienced such lockdown conditions, at least in this lifetime. Yet, there are still places in the globe that have restrictions and conditions that would closely resemble the experiences that, that we had, and that's their everyday living. Many of us missed that observation of how we were being in this situation or how very privileged we've become, and the me-first energy seemed to just ooze from our pores. We seem to lose touch with humanity and the cohabitants of the globe. And I think many of the situations that we experienced either firsthand or seen through TV or social media was to bring those real life, real situations. Like people are really experiencing this into our homes, into our lives. We did, however, observe how uncomfortable we had become. And for some, this hit you in your businesses, your finances, your health, your everyday activities. That includes having to school your children at home or entertain your children at home. It influenced or impacted the plans that you had for your futures, whether that was weddings or babies or moving or changing jobs. It impacted every single person in 2020 and it is still impacting us. So instead of a year that, that we couldn't go anywhere, perhaps we can look at it as we had the opportunity to go everywhere our minds would take us. And we had time to do that. It was truly, and it still is, a time of healing. And I wonder, I would question, if you were sitting in front of me, I would question, did you do that? Did you take that time that was gifted to you and go where your mind could go, even though your physical body couldn't go? Did you begin that process or did you complete it? Reflecting back on that night that we had to sleep in the Skull Rock, I remember being scared. Because of the layout of the Skull Rock, we had to put our sleeping bags end to end. And so one went all the way back into the far end of the skull, and then mine was more towards the entry of the skull. And as I lay there and was trying to fall asleep and was practicing the breathing just to relax, and, and I was exhausted from shoveling, but there's still that fear. You're in a strange place and you feel exposed. There's no fire. It's pure dark. And suddenly it seemed like the roof of the cave or the rocks above me started opening up and coming down towards me. And in that, there was image upon image upon image of faces of scholars, men and women. And I laid there in fascination, wondering what was happening if these were all the ancestors, all my ancestors, if these were teachers of the universe, if these were curious people that were just coming to me. But I felt like there was some sort of energy exchange. And I remember laying there and literally telling myself, just allow, just allow it. 
let go of the fear, let go of all the analytical brain thinking as to figuring, trying to figure out what's happening and just allow. And that's actually how I fell asleep. In 2020, we had to let go and let be. 2020 truly was a time of reflection, reduction, and remembering. And did you do that? There's still time. If you haven't done that, keep in mind the universe is going to keep you stuck until you do those things. It's just the laws of the universe. Did you dig deep and discover what's needed to leave, go, or end? Or did you just gripe about it for the entire year? Did you make changes in yourself or your surroundings? That's what the universe is asking us to look at for this opportunity. It also, it was a time of communication and learning. Did you do that? Did you begin something new? Did you shift how you were communicating, maybe away from the daily social media, but using technology in a different way to communicate and connect with your loved ones or friends? Did you take that time or did you blow that time? Sometimes we get very good at blowing time or wasting time or not using time as to how maybe the universe is gifting it to us. Were you uncomfortable in the uncomfortableness of unknowing? Like what's next? When's this pandemic going to end? When are the riots? When is the political unrest going to end? You know, that place of truly unknowing. As humans, we're incredibly intelligent and we have our resilience. We have our intellect. We have all these tools that are available to us. And sometimes we get frozen into that. We get into this place that I'm just stuck and then the do-nothingness comes in. And that's where the universe pushes us where it becomes uncomfortable. So we have to make choices to move. And if we just pause and breathe, sometimes it's easier to access that information we have available to us. And sometimes we have to adjust our plan. Sometimes the best plans fail or we just need to try something different. The morning that we woke up after sleeping in the skull rock, we realized that we needed to have a different plan, a different method. We needed to go for help. And I was nominated to go walk and try to find help, try to find somebody with a four-wheel drive that could pull us out. And we were back on a long, deserted road. But at the entry of this road, there were some RVs. So my plan was to walk back to that place and to see if someone would be willing to pull us out. And again, this was a Sunday. It was a Sunday morning. And so as I walked back and I walked up to the this RV, there's nothing around except this RV. And I knock and he reluctantly looks at me and doesn't really believe my story. I have to tell him a story. And in his mind, he has to choose if he's going to believe this story or not. Here is this woman in jeans and a Ireland sweatshirt in the middle of the desert. And my story is that we had, we had driven back and we had gotten stuck and asking if he would be willing to take me back and to pull out our vehicle. And so with a skeptical look, he agreed to attempt to do this. And he had a four-wheel drive truck, but he wasn't able to get up one of the hills that we had gone on. Again, back in the mountains, in the desert, and believe it or not, there was a four-wheel drive that was not able to get up this road. But he did offer to take me into the nearest town, which happened to be 30, 34, 35 miles away to see if there was a tow truck or somebody else that I could get to help me on a Sunday. Most things were closed. And so at that moment, I'm struggling with my own 
embarrassment. I'm not wanting to ask for help. I don't want to impose on anybody, ruin their Sunday. You know, all these types of things that run through your head when you're needing to ask for help. You've exhausted the options that you have and you truly need something different. I have a dead cell phone, so I can't even call anybody if I wanted to. And my friend is still back in the middle of the desert, shoveling, unaware of any of this that's going on. And here is this person that's just simply offering to help. So yes, he drove me the 34, 35 miles into town. And I walked into a convenience store and I walked up to the group of four men and, and I just asked if any of them might have a larger vehicle that would be willing to go into the desert with me to pull out another larger vehicle. And they laughed at me. So once again, I had to tell my story as to what happened because they didn't believe that this person standing in front of them would be out in the desert in this type of situation. And one gentleman, he happened to be from Atlanta, Georgia, ex-military, offered to help. And so he drove out into the desert as we're driving up and down the roads. And he's asking me, are you sure it's here? Because it's way far back. And how could anybody get back on this road? And my intuition is kicking in. And I'm realizing this guy is wondering what kind of story I'm telling him. What might he be walking into, right? What kind of danger might he be going into, being led into? So my intuition is picking up what's happening with him. And then we come up over the hill and he can see the vehicle ahead. And he starts laughing. He's like, how in the world did you guys even get back here? And he hooked up his, he had a huge truck with the double tires in the back and he was able to pull us out and then took me back to the entrance where I had originally approached the first gentleman who also happened to be ex-military. And I gave them both money. I just appreciated their time, the effort that they had to drive back and forth, you know, 34, 35 miles, gave them money, thanked them. And I could hear them laughing as I walked back to, to my friend who was now coming towards me in his vehicle. And I think to this day, it gave them a story. It gave them a story about how they helped people in the desert. It gave us a whole lot of lessons in humbleness, in asking for help, in trusting. I know for them, it also gave them this place about being in the right place at the right time. And so when we look back in 2020, how many times in 2020 did you have to ask for help? Did you have to approach a situation or a person and it was incredibly uncomfortable because you didn't know? It was something that you had never done before, but you had to do it. That's also what 2020 gave us. Those uncomfortable situations where we had to let go of things and beliefs, truths that we might have had in the past, and we just had to take some different actions. We had to work on our communication. We had to work on our stories. We had to work on our trust. We had to work on community and finding different ways to do different things. And now as we enter into a new era, the age of Aquarius, a new age, a new year, we find ourselves in a phase of continued social change. We're not done. We just saw indications and we observed what needs to change. Now we get to make those changes. But social change is also going to create more personal change for us. There will hardly be a way back to any old normality. But the year 2021 will offer us many opportunities to make our visions concrete and lay the foundation for a new beginning and lay the foundation for future generations. We have responsibility in, in our science, in our DNA. We can keep 
or have cellular DNA memory for seven generations back. That's a lot of memory. But we also are responsible for seven generations forward. So the actions and the things you do today is going to be carried in your DNA for your future generations. So we have a responsibility. And we're at a very pivotal point that we can make a lot of changes and lay a different sort of foundation for a new beginning. And all of this will be under the influence of Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius. We have a whole year of these two planets. They're very social planets. They are forming this revolutionary change. It's really a time of renewal in which some things could develop quite differently than expected. That's the Uranus influence. We think it's going to go one way and it turns out to go another way. That's what Uranus does. It it shifts us to get back into alignment. And so expect the unexpected. We saw that recently with the rioters and the protests and the unrest that we just witnessed in the United States on Capitol Hill in early January. We are all called upon to courageously face the demands of this time and to shape this new place with common sense. And I would ask, when I say common sense, what's your definition of common sense? If you look it up, it says good sense, sound judgment in practical matters. So do you have good sense? Because the practical matters have become impractical. Nothing has been as to what we expected it to be in 2020. It was a year of total turmoil, change, things coming out of left field that we didn't see coming. So that good sense and sound judgment and practical matters is also going through shifting right now. You may have been watching events unfold and wonder where the good sense and sound judgment was. Watching in disbelief, there were riots and protests, people getting hurt, harmed, attempts at takeovers, and we watched in horror and asked, what is the learning in this? What's the common sense in this? What are we supposed to learn? Many of us were in that shock mode. So as we go into 2021, question is about, do you trust yourself to have common sense? And in the situation that you're in now, in the present moment, or what might be coming at you, the world is changing so much now, and it's going to continue to change, that what we thought to be the truth or common sense may no longer apply. In fact, it won't apply because we have to readjust our, our definitions. That which we thought was common sense or common knowledge really isn't at all. The observation has shaken us to question what is our truth? What is our belief in humankind? What can we trust? And then based on that, what do we do? And I think that's where some of us got locked or stuck in what do I do? And this is where the universe is holding us to say, just be present, be here now, trust that you have the answers. You just have to seek them. They're in a different place for you. Many of you have asked me or reached out, how did we even get here? Well, we got here because we needed to change. We needed the situations in our life that made it so uncomfortable that it would cause us to push for something different. And I look at 2020 as being a magnificent time for us to learn our stamina, our strength, but it's not something that needs to hold us. We don't need to be stuck in that energy. We don't need to feel 
that we're stuck in the past or stuck in a situation. We have the ability to look forward, and that's what I believe the gift of 2021, what's happening in the world now is all about change. It's all about coming together. It's about taking our visions and changing our truths to align to the visions that we have. It's working together as a community to hope and pray and bring love into the future. And as you might be doing a little bit more reflection of the past situations in 2020 or earlier for you, and certainly recent situations, I would ask you or leave you with this one question. What have you said that you were going to do? What have you been talking about for the last couple of years that you've planned to do? Or even if it was just, what did you say you were going to do in 2020 and you still haven't done it? What are you waiting for? Use the energy right now of forwarding to forward you into something new, something that you've only been talking about. Maybe you need to talk about it in a different way. Maybe you need to stop talking about that and change your story, change your truth, change your belief into something different and really utilize the energies of 2021. This is Lori Wantra. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wandra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.